Hey, Mugwarts. Welcome to Wormwood and Witches, a podcast all about the strange and unusual. (laughs) Tally and Erica invite witches and weirdos from all backgrounds to the conversation of the mystic and divine. Come fly with us on this journey as we explore ritual, magic, and the peculiar. Hosted by Anchor, you can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. You can also find us on Facebook at Wormwood and Witches Podcast or Instagram at Wormwood and Witches. Hey, Mugworts, this little snippet was just too good to pass up from our last episode. So here we discuss the peculiar phenomenon of not only dreaming of death, but also predicting it, which just literally blows my mind. So come listen to Justin and Tally describe their creepy experiences here. That's what I'm trying to think of, like any any other things to like relate to it. Um, I don't know, like, tell, do you or like Erica, do you like do you have any family members that have experienced sleep paralysis or anything? I, don't. I I've never. My mom has passed away, so I don't know. But okay. um, I've never asked my dad, so okay. I should ask him. Um, he. I have a feeling he would say no, but, um, I don't know, maybe, um, and I'm an only child, so I don't have, um, siblings to ask. Do you Justin? So, yeah, that's like, so, cause uh, like, I, I had never thought about it before, um, you know, like trying to do like, you know, I feel like I, I like read the, um, the Wikipedia article like a while ago, whenever like about this shit, we never even went to Wikipedia. (laughs) really <laughs> no and we, yeah we like got checked out just like that. a handful of other articles and, and whatnot and yeah. um yeah like I said like uh, that I mean I guess like the whole re- like looking into like the sleep paralysis um I, what was it um oh the hidden gin was the uh was the podcast that I started from like Aaron like a you know a spinoff of one of uh Aaron Mankey's podcasts Ooh. that I started listening to like at the beginning of the pandemic and like they were talking about like and I've heard before that like in in, in Muslim culture that like um that they associate like gins with uh like sleep paralysis and, and things of that nature and that's yeah. kind of like listening like reading about that is like kind of what started to get me into like looking into you know a lot of this stuff and that's what like I mean yeah I knew that Erica like for a while had had posted stuff about like magic and, and witchcraft and all and that's what like maybe reach out to her and like find your all's podcast um, I was so grateful for I was like oh like yeah so it was like want to be weird, weird with yeah, us like whole, come do it yeah Tap into that minute, energy. But, but anyway so like um that like my sister and I both had like really really weird dreams but like I, I checked with my parents because I but anyway yeah so like I'd, I'd read somewhere that talking about that they think that there might be like a um a hereditary thing with like the sleep paralysis so that's what like I, I checked with my parents and asked them and they're both like no we've never had this and they were both like surprised they're like oh you you've had it I'm just like oh yeah since I was a little kid and they're like why didn't you ever tell us I'm like because it's literally like just I've had it so often and for so long that I didn't even think it like 
and that you would have me point. committed if I did tell you I was, <laughs> as a seven. Yeah, like when I was a li- like when I was a little kid, I'm just like, oh, these are just bad dreams, right? Like, right. Yeah, like it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a thing that I would ever think to bring up. But anyways, but like my sister, so I, I asked her too, um, because I know like both like, and this is gonna sound, I don't know, I guess to to some people weird, but maybe not to us and the people that <laughs> listen to the podcast. But like we would have weird like weird dreams. Like there was a couple of times that my sister had dreams and like accurately predicted people's deaths in their in her dreams and like I had it oh happen my a God. couple of times. That's a whole that other insane. podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know, that's but that's like so podcast. I asked her. I'm like, have you if have you had sleep paralysis? And she's she's like, she said that she she thinks so maybe, um, but all like it could have been just like super vivid dreams that she's not really like a hundred percent sure but it seems like yeah that so I don't know like how much of that stuff like um yeah it goes together but it seems like yeah that she might but my parents said that neither one of them have ever like experienced anything yeah anything like this before so I predicted a person's death too that's interesting what was that yeah I predicted a person's death too that I hadn't talked to in years and yeah wasn't super close with and um talked to a friend that I actually, we have discussed, uh, for her to be on the show. Um, I like called her, said, I have, I had this really horrific nightmare about this person that really wasn't in our lives for like Mm -hmm. 10 years. And then two weeks later he died. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was like, don't ever speak of this. Don't ever tell anybody of this. Don't ever say because it that that was some weird shit. And I've never ever experienced that mm-hmm. before. Ever. And it, it was oh, just no, so like any, bizarre. any of the stuff with like any of the stuff with my sister and I, it was always like the next day. Oh. Yeah. Holy shit. I was like, at least yeah, I, like, was, I think like, the most recent time that it happened and it happened like I remember my sister at one point, like whenever we were younger, that we had uh, like a super cool neighbor. Um Lloyd that he was like a world war ii vet and stuff like that so i mean he was pretty old <laughs> but like my sister and my mom are like dry he, he just lived like a couple houses down and like they're driving home and like floyd's outside like ripping leaves and like waved or whatever and my sister just looks at my mom she's like floyd's gonna die tonight and he <gasps> did holy shit we need to have your sister on the podcast uh, <laughs> holy shit yeah. Yeah. That, although if like, you all like, ever have a dream like, about me, I swear to God, don't <laughs> like I can't remember. Yeah, we, 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 it was something like that, or like she had an uh, or she had a dream like the night before about it, or yeah, I can't remember. Like I don't know if it was exactly like she looked at him and you know like a creepy like he's gonna die now or, <gasps> or anything, but it was it was something like it really like how old was she? Oh God. Um, like she wasn't like a creepy five-year-old was she no I it, hope like so. I don't know if she was quite like teenager but like old older um because that I, just I, means like, you I'm, know what was that you you just really know like outside of the creepy five-year-old that's still in touch with the dead like yeah like now was, if you're 15 after that well that's it like I know that like the most recent time that Ooh. I had it was when I yeah when I was in grad school that like I had a dream about my buddy's grandma uh that like I mean once again like I knew that she was old or whatever and I can't remember like 
what what exactly happened but i just remember like waking up and just being like huh like i wonder like i wonder i just had like a feeling i'm like huh like wonder how grandma lucy's doing and like i think it was like the next day or that day or whatever i found out that she had passed that night that i had the dream dude you're fucking sensitive that's what that is <laughs> i don't yeah i don't know so that's what, like yeah that's another thing i'm like okay like yeah, how much does all this stuff uh, go along with all the sleep paralysis? And everything? Well, I mean, so. we're gonna have my friend Hannah, who's a, who's sensitive. Uh, she's okay, an, she's an empath, and from what I gather with Hannah is that she, so she doesn't necessarily see people, but she hears them a lot of the time. So I'm wondering if this is just like another way of communication of hearing. You know, mm-hmm. of hearing, like we're going on to another realm and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Fucking crazy, man. There's yeah. so much that we don't know about this world. So oh, much. it's so, yeah, it's so cool. It's so weird. That's why, like, you know, like a lot of this stuff, it's like, you know, I don't know how how much I believe in it, but like, I definitely, you know, like, I definitely know that I've seen ghosts and like, yeah, there's just some of the stuff that happens in dreams. It's like, there's no way that like there had that, you know, like, I mean, like, I feel like you all always talk about in the, in the podcast that you know, firm believers in science and everything like that. But there's just some stuff that science can't explain that I don't think it will ever be able to explain. So I mean, I I feel like faith or something like belief in the universe at least gets us also to that next step. Like there is something. And so it's just like, you know, people can't necessarily like understand, like sometimes when Tally and I are talking about like energy of plants and whatever, and like, you know, if that that's not their vibe, that's fine. But like, that things have a frequency, things have like an energy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just because it's not like the norm doesn't mean that it's not normal. Yeah. So, right. Right. So nice. well, I'm glad that you find like that you found like a uh, interest in us and with all our archeology span banter and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it seems like even though people, if they aren't archeologists, like We've had some people write in about stories and stuff like that, that even though they're not archaeologists, like everybody connects with history in a specific sense. And so with that, I think like, I think that like, to me, like the important thing is that people connect with like roots, whether it's their own roots or like whatever they connect with, like whatever it is, like there's history behind that. And so that's what brings us forward towards what we're practicing now whether it's tarot whether it's herbalism or you know sleep paralysis sleep paralysis <laughs> who knows it may be hereditary you know like you know there's i mean there's there is tapping in like when like when we talk about hedge witches and stuff like that there is that tapping into the veil behind mm-hmm. like what is the norm so um, there's those people who can control it a lot better. Maybe your sister, I don't know where she can see, you know, beyond, beyond yeah, the veil. Beyond yeah. The veil. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what to, what to see. Yeah. That's what I'm like. Yeah. I'm interested to keep listening and yeah, learning, learning more about all this stuff. What's your sister's name? Danielle. Danielle. Hey. She's like, yeah, this is all horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, y'all be dead in a week. 
Y'all be crazy. Yeah. Fucking don't tell me. I don't give a shit. I'd rather ignorance is bliss in this sense. So really, yeah. you wouldn't want to know. Like if you had no, one I day. worked in a mortuary for two and a half oh, years. That's I don't need to know anything. Like I mm. am perfectly fine whenever I die. Good. I'm good. All right. I don't know. I think I might want to know so I could go see something that I wanted to go see. As long as I die before Dan, because I'm like, not dealing with that by myself. <laughs> like, I'll go first. You get to deal with my grief, and then I'll I'll be wherever you can do whatever you want. I'll be haunting your ass. I'll be giving you. I would sleep love paralysis. I would probably haunt my my good friend Azar from childhood. She would probably mm. get a kick out of it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, I'd, lo- I'd love to come back as a ghost and just like haunt an area just like not just kind of like hang out just like not like oh like, yeah that's justin he's yeah. an archaeologist oh yeah just that guy you see him digging he's not digging graves he's just digging because he was an archaeologist <laughs> artifacts <laughs> well thanks for being on our podcast sorry it was like three hours <laughs> no it's all good thank you yeah, absolutely thank you for having me it was fun all right Everybody go get dinner. Yeah. Everybody go get something to eat. I don't know. Absolutely. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed that last little segment about dreaming and predicting the future and death and all that creepy goodness, if you will. And now we're going to get into um, what's coming up next. So we're going to discuss the full moon and our tarot spread. So now we're getting into our next full moon, which is the sturgeon moon or the sturgeon full moon happening around August 21st or 22nd, depending on where you are. Um, here you will be able to see the Perseid meteor shower. So I highly encourage all of you to go outside during what is the, the full moon. It's going to make it a little hard, but hopefully you'll see some meteors, uh, flying through the sky. Um, this full moon gets its name from the great lakes, um, and Lake Champlain areas, which are, uh, territories of the Menominee, Ojibwe, and Potawatomi, and also the Haudenosaunee, or also known as the Iroquois, and Abenaki. Um, so here the sturgeon who appear as if it kind of hasn't evolved in eons, it really looks like an archaic prehistoric fish, uh, can literally be traced back to 136 million years ago, and apparently can live up to 100 years old, which is nuts. Um, during this time, the sturgeon are actually near the surface and are easily caught. So that's how this full moon kind of gets its name. Uh, alternative names via the farmer's almanac of this moon are the flying up moon. Uh, that's a Cree term describing the time when young birds are finally ready to take, uh, the leap and learn to fly. There's also the corn moon, which is Algonquin and Ojibwe. The Harvest Moon, Dakota, and the Rising Moon, Anishabe, uh, call that. And sig- this all signifies that this is the time to gather our crops. So along the same vein, the Assiniboine people named this period the Black Cherries Moon, which is referring to when the choke cherries kind of become ripe. 
which I'm kind of excited because I have some choke cherries in my backyard. So hopefully I'll be able to do something with them this year. Um, also the Klingit people of the Pacific Northwest traditionally call this time, uh, the season of the mountain shadows moon. So just kind of, um, learning what other indigenous cultures, uh, call this full moon during the time of August. So again, this is the time of harvest and basking in our bounty, but also showing gratitude and sharing in this experience. So perhaps gearing up to celebrate Mabin, which is happening in late September, um, also known as the fall equinox, uh, on, at least on this side of the hemisphere. So as we head and prep for those dark winter months and introspection, you know, we're just prepping, um, with all this gathering and um, gratitude to kind of store up not only physically with, you know, our goods that we've maybe grown, but also emotionally uh, stockpiling for the winter. Um, so to celebrate, maybe you can harvest and dry or can some things, or maybe you save some seeds for next year. Um, you could perhaps bake some bread. Uh, that's definitely a very homey autumn like thing to have. Um, and maybe enjoy that meteor sh uh, shower outside. Like I said before, the Perseid meteor shower will be in full blown spectacularness. So I highly encourage you all to go out and see it. Uh, because the sturgeon moon is closely connected with water and the full moon as well, uh, when we celebrate these things, maybe you try to connect with water. So perhaps if it's feasible visiting a lake, a river, or a creek, uh, perhaps you just take a bath and, you know, practice all that nice self-care. Uh, because the harvest time is a reflection of gratitude and community, perhaps you get kind of involved in a cause that you believe in, or you write maybe a personal letter, uh, to somebody and kind of like remaking that connection. Um, another possibility is that you could write five things that you're grateful for and bury it out in your yard. Maybe perhaps, you know, where there's some flowers that will rebloom for next year. So it's kind of a happy reminder. Um, and perhaps you incorporate colors of dark green, gold, or maybe even blue uh, to connect again with water. And remember that these fish have survived millions of years. Uh, so think of that adaptability and that flexibility and that uh, resilience. And perhaps uh, what you could do is meditate on your Svadhisthana or your sacral chakra that connects with the element of water and kind of encourages us to kind of go with the flow. But remember, I always think of it as kind of the Grand Canyon and the Colorado River. You know, water's thought of like as soft and supple, but it can carve crazy large canyons and can be a force of nature. So just remember that you are resilient, you are magnificent, um, you are flexible and adaptable. So all these wonderful things good things. So as we pull our cards, I'm going to just shuffle these. Excuse the shuffling sound. And this time I'm going to pull 
three card um, tarot reading from the Wildwood Tarot deck. So that will represent, the first card will represent um, what we're trying to avoid in a situation. And the middle card will be kind of the present of what we're dealing with right now. And then the third card will be going forward. So we're going to try and mix it up a little bit. And so we pull our three cards. Oh, very interesting. So from our last episode, we talked about um, August being the death or demon card. I can't remember. It's one of the two. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the death card. And so our first card, which is what we're trying to avoid is, um, the journey card. Uh, so this is a major arcana card. It's kind of depicting a crow picking off the last little meat off of a mostly, uh, skeletonized, uh, buck. Sorry if you just heard my cat right now. <laughs> um, and so usually this card is all about, um, death in the sense that change is the only constant in life, right? So it's all about the journey, writing out all these seasons, um, facing the inevitable head on, not fearing change. Um, but thinking of it as purification and kind of realignment. Um, and so, you know, to make way for the new, we have to get rid of the old, but maybe with this being reverse, it's telling us, hold on to these traditions, you know, as we're going into Mabin, uh, these traditions are holding strong to encourage our journey forward. Um, so, but taking in with that, that change again is the only constant in life. We are all can only go forward. Uh, as far as we know, we can't go back as far as I know. And that also let this come with, patience and a sense of ease and calmness. So I think that's honestly pretty important and kind of crazy that the month of August from the Biddy Tarot planner talked about that. Um, I think that it was the, the death card for August. So our, what we're facing presently um, let's see, is the five of stones, which is our endurance card. So it's depicting a child kind of under this, near this cave outside, uh, alcove area with a fire and there's lightning and rain. Uh, so this is kind of shelter. So our five of stones, which is connecting to the earth element here, um, again, ironically, is connecting with that sturgeon. 
uh, you know, it's been around for 136 million years. It hasn't really evolved, uh, can live to 100 years old. And so kind of just talking about uh, enduring everything and being able to wait out the storm um, and that it takes inner strength and courage to uh, protect yourself and kind of survive this so-called thing called life, right? Uh, it kind of always is an interesting thing that it throws us for a blunder sometimes. And, you know, we do our best to come out on the other side. And <clears throat> I like that uh, the Wildwood Tarot's uh, explanation of this includes a, a sword master named Bob Anderson and they quote him by saying, nobody said it was fair. There will be trials and there will be harsh challenges. Life is a contact sport and there will be bruises. The desire and willpower to survive and recover from setbacks is vital and necessary. So again, that endurance, that willingness to survive and overcome can only just make us stronger at this point. Um, and kind of, kind of finding a sense of humor in all of it, um, I think is really important. So that's pretty powerful. And then we have the queen of vessels, which is a freaking salmon card. Like that is nuts that it's a fish. So the queen of vessels, um, so this would be similar to the cups in the general, uh, terror reading. Um, so surprisingly, this card represents the approaching of the autumn equinox, which is Maven. Holy moly. So sacred in most shamanistic systems, the salmon's ability to swim upstream to its birthplace and spawn is one of the most remarkable feats. The journey leaves the salmon exhausted and most die in their attempt. Thus, they represent self-sacrifice. Uh, salmon were said to swim in pools overhung by hazel trees and to eat the nuts of wisdom that fell in autumn. So our, our water element here is usually about intuitiveness and emotions, um, not letting them get the best of us. When I talked about our Svadhisthana learning to go with the flow, our sacral chakra. Um, but I like that this wild wood tarot's book says that, you know, she brings joy to the darkest places and addresses the most difficult problems with grace and civility. Um, so usually this book is set up as like, it could be a person in your life, an aspect or a process or an event happening. Um, but I think mostly what this card represents, again, is kind of the uh, endurance, if, to me, represents the endurance card, going upstream, going against the flow to get where you need to go um, and do what you need to do and be able to tap into those emotions. So maybe if you're not where you're supposed to be or you know something deep down in your belly, 
Um, maybe it's time to take that courage. You've endured enough and you will endure after this. So maybe you move forward, um, taking representation of your emotions into this, um, time of your life. And so I also think that usually with the emotional cards and water cards is let's proceed with kindness. Uh, I think we in the world could all use this. Um, so just trying to find that little piece of universe in everybody and not getting so irritated. I know it's really easy to do things like that, but also with this card is, you know, joyfulness and recovery and security and virtue. Um, so kind of, kind of assess where your emotions are. Are you leaving yourself open and unguarded? Um, is there something that you need to do to kind of, um, devote to yourself to get you into a place where maybe you're not there mentally in a good place, but like, what is that one thing that you could change? So I think this is a really powerful reading all together. Um, again, the journey reversed the five of stones endurance and the queen of vessels, the salmon card. So, um, pretty surprising with what we've got. Uh, I really hope that you enjoyed this episode talking about dreaming of death. It's really weird. Um, I've never had it. So it's really interesting that Tally and Justin and Justin's sister have had this. Um, if you have had any occurrences of that, please let us know. Uh, again, you can find us at uh, wormwoodandwitches at gmail.com or wormwoodandwitches on Instagram um, and wormwoodandwitches podcast on Facebook. So please let us know. Or if there's an episode that you really want us to cover, uh, also drop a line because we really want to know. Uh, I believe in the future, again, we'll have my friend Hannah, who is sensitive, come on and talk about uh, her experiences with the other side. And also coming up is my good friend, Emma, um, who reads tarot. And we're going to have a whole session on tarot reading and what that is and what it means and maybe how to do it and tap into that energy. So I really hope that you enjoyed this quick little episode and I hope you enjoy the sturgeon full moon and get to harvest all those goodies. So have a good night, everybody. Thank you so much for listening.